Welcome to the most forward-thinking, inspirational podcast on the planet. Prepare to reevaluate everything you've been taught. podcast today is an interesting day it's just basically it's just me you guys are stuck with just me talking about random shit that i want to talk about um the title of this episode <clears throat> speaks for itself <laughs> also i apologize if i clear my throat a little bit too much on air today right before we got started i was eating some beef jerky and uh, it's stuck i'm like well i can figure this out i can clear it out of my throat no, and now I'm clearing uh, or sharing a little bit too much information, but that's all right. That's where we are. That's what we're doing today. So yeah, Dwayne the Rock Johnson will one day be president. Uh, I I was checking to see with him what he thought about that. And um, available for call? No, but we do have. <laughs> That's right. That guy is going to be the president of the United States. I time stamped it on Facebook and Facebook's going to share that message with me later in life as I progress through my journey here, I suppose. It's just absurd that we sit here and and there is an opportunity for um I almost want to say like disbelief, like it's, it's, am I at a loss for words in this? I mean, yes and no. I, it's the same thing as the people that state that there's no narrative. That, that, that this whole vaccine situation is perfectly humanly natural. That businesses must be shut down, that babies must wear masks, that people must deboard planes because the child is eating yogurt. I take issue with this. I take issue with the idea that there's no narrative. And then I don't take issue with it. Because my experience isn't your experience. And I'm not supposed to sit here and 
understand 100% what you're going through. What I can do and what I do know is that I don't want to argue with you. And that may sound weird (laughs) for my listeners coming from me. I don't want to argue. The world needs to be right. And you know what? You're right. Go right ahead and be right. I don't care. I'm apologizing for not seeing things your way. An apology. (laughs) The truth behind it all is I see things my way. I see things based on the information that I have. And I see things based on the work that I've done. There seems to be a growing population of people who just want to argue with you about how you see what you see. Because it's not what they see. Now, isn't that foolish? If we're at danger, which we are, Why then are we not allowed to speak freely and openly about ideas? Why can't we share all of the ideas that we possibly have and come to a understandable, logical middle ground for everyone? Why is there so much controversy and how is it that people can't see the difference? I suppose... If I were to put my finger on it or to take a guess or a stab or however you want to throw that out there. I suppose people just want to argue. Because how easy is it to turn on the news, drink up the fear Kool-Aid, and then attack anyone that has the audacity to put my grandmother at risk? I will do everything I can. But that's not enough. It's you. It's all of you people. These are the righteous ones speaking to us right now. Hello. Hello, righteous. Hello, the righteous. Are you talking to me based on your fears? Or are you talking to me based on the fears the television put inside your head? Which brings me back to Dwayne the Rock Johnson. As a kid growing up, love this guy. Man, I don't know anyone that was born in the 80s that wasn't a fan of wrestling in some capacity. Whether it's through the 80s in the Jake the Snake and Coco Beware, Junkyard Dog, Brutus the Barber Beefcake, all Hercules, remember this guy? He came to the ring with chains around his neck. Never wondered why. Could have used him as a weapon. Man. There were so many. And then we rolled into the early 90s. We had the the Godwins. Remember these guys? Phineas and what's his name? Godwin. Ric Flair showed up in 92 and won the Royal Rumble from the number two position. This shit's exciting. Bret Hart was getting fired up. (laughs) Shawn Michaels put Marty Jannetty's head through a plate glass window and it was real. It wasn't that sugar stuff. Like he could have died. This was sports entertainment back in the day. And to me, it's fascinating then we roll from that into the bigger eras the more predominant ones right but this is also us getting older anyone that was born in the early 80s 
It's us getting older. We're now watching the Attitude Era. We're watching Stone Cold Steve Austin go from the ringmaster to Stone Cold. But to any of us that paid a little bit more attention beforehand, we watched him go from Stunning Steve from... What was it? The, I want to say that. No, it was Flying Brian Pillman and Stunning Steve. It was the Hollywood Blondes. Man, the Hollywood Blondes in WCW. I'm making noise over here. To the ringmaster. To Stone Cold Steve Austin. Feuding with the boss. Ushering in the Attitude Era. And then Rocky Maivia shows up. <laughs> in his sparkling blue outfit. And then he becomes... Rocky Johnson. No, that was his dad. He goes from Rocky Maivia to Rocky to The Rock. And he's corporate. And he's anti-Steve Austin. And these guys go at it toe-to-toe. So from a young age, you're almost pre-programmed to accept and embrace these guys. Because why not? Now, The Rock has a little bit of a different lineage than everybody else, but he's been rammed down your throats since we grew up. Because after that, now the people that were born in the early 80s this demographic specifically and anyone else that was part of it that watched along with it was kind of past wrestling you know that that fun aggression the entertainment the comedy DX all the boys as, as a 20 year old man you know there's other things to do you know you're not you're not sitting at home on Friday night you're not you know you're, you're out with the friends you're, you're, go, you're in the clubs you're this you're that you're checking out movies you're you know who knows life is growing and Dwayne The Rock Johnson slipped out of wrestling and into the reality and then slipped back into wrestling and then back out and then back in. I'm prattling on, it sounds like, and I'm carrying on this conversation, but the pre-programming for this character scooped a ton of people along the way to usher in a new era. And then flash forward to now, 2020, 2019, whatever you want to call it, he does this show called Young Rock, where we're supposed to now find a connection to him as a youth, which is what the premise of the show is. This, these are the trials and tribulations of The Rock. These, this is what's going to make you feel like you know him. Great show. Entertaining, for sure. The, the acting is good, all that sort of stuff. But again, it's all just a message. It's all just pre-programming pushed on us. For us to then later think in life, I feel comfortable with him. It's an interesting tactic, an interesting marketing strategy, but it's the only one that we've ever known. And if you're dead asleep, you can't see it because it's just the way it's always been. How could this be pre-programming for a television or for the presidency? Well, I'll tell you how as well. In the show, it's in the future, looking back at a time of his youth. But it's him laying it out there for everybody on the campaign trail. That's the premise of the show. He's sitting there doing a campaign interview, running for president or being president. I don't know what it is. It was watching this that it dawned on me. This guy is legitimately going to be, maybe not the next president, but he is primed and set up to be a president of the United States. And you're watching it happen pre it happening. You're seeing them lay the groundwork. Am I crazy to some listening? Absolutely, I am. This is this is a this is just a personal take. Like you know, this is episode. You know, was it one thirty nine? I'm having a personal take here. This is this is just me utilizing this microphone to to, to to speak an idea. Some people are gonna love it. Some people are gonna hate it. 
Um, I don't know what else to say. I, I just, I think that, you know, once you start seeing things, you can't unsee them. And does that make you go crazy? Well, theoretically, yes. Theoretically, by all definitions, you would be going crazy if you were speaking against everything you've ever been taught or were able to see past everything you've ever been taught. They're going to call you crazy. But like the intro says, they ain't seen nothing yet. It's coming. There's some crazy stuff coming down the pipe, right? And it's good. It's going to get weirder. I mean, if we want to talk about the lockdowns, let's jump off the Dwayne, the rock Johnson thing, but I'm at that. I'm just going to put that out there today, April 10th. This man is going to be the president of the United States. I'm going to timestamp that right now, earmark it, timestamp it, whatever it's on the Facebook. It's here. I, oh, anyway, division, let's jump back into division. I'm having this on the same premise of Dwayne, the rock Johnson. I'm having this premonition, this idea that the vaccine and all the stuff that we can talk about it being mRNA, it can be this, it can be that. It can be anything. It can be absolutely anything. But again, we're not scientists. We're not geniuses. We just know that there is something inside of us that does not resonate with this vaccine, regardless of anything. Because you can sit there as somebody who's totally anti-vax, which I am. I will stand up, put my hand on the Bible and state flat out, I am anti-vaccine. But I'm not anti your choice to take it. And there's a huge difference there. I have done my research. My research has shown me a certain amount of things for me, my body, my choice. Remember them when that was a popular one, I'm not going to stick myself with it. It doesn't make sense. If you're going to soundbite this episode, you must use it in its entirety. <laughs> you know what I'm going to do? I'm going to get that one, the, the baseball one. Every episode, they they every every time you watch a baseball game, the announcers drop the copyright. I'm gonna I'm gonna sound clip that. <laughs> Just drop it into my outro. <laughs> because there will come a time where I'm gonna get I'm gonna get boned on this. Somebody's gonna say some shit at some point. It could be this year, next year, ten years from now. Somebody's gonna misquote me or take something out of context and make me look like an asshole. When a lot of the times, to every single person that loves television and loves the narrative, I am a fucking asshole. I am an asshole to everybody that doesn't get from me what they want. I am an ass. I am a piece of shit if I don't reciprocate some sort of made-up illusion. And that's the truth. And I'm also outspoken about it. I'm not super outspoken like the people that are quote-unquote controlled opposition or what have you. But again, on those um, on those terms too, I think that these people have to exist. I think that the whole thing playing out in front of us is it's a giant movie, which again rolls into Dwayne The Rock Johnson. I mean, Hollywood and politics are basically just some form of super douchebag Kool-Aid now. They're intermittent. Think about this. What I just said about The Rock. It's funny that I'm tying this back in. This is good. I like this. I like how I think. <laughs> I am not my own worst enemy. Where am I? We've spent our entire lives watching celebrities on television, thinking, how great would it be if I could get good at acting and become a celebrity too? But the big names, the big movie guys, the De Niro's, the who else? Who's the woman that keeps popping up? Lady Gaga's been everywhere. She's just disgusting anyhow. Um, but all of these people that we've been trained 
to 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 admire are telling us to go get the vaccine. Vaccine. That's peculiar. You post on Facebook. It says anything anything that comes even close to remotely saying vaccine on Facebook, you get a warning. Only get your information from here. People people are still blind to this. People are still blind to the fact that they're being completely propagandized. You know, there's no more think tanks. There is just one spot for you to get your information. If you don't believe that one spot, you're in crazy. And that to me is crazy. But again, I can't argue that point. If that's how you want to see it, if that's how you want to believe it, then by all means, do it. But just like all of the celebrities that we've randomly watched that kept their mouths shut up until Donald Trump took over, then you start seeing them you see, the whole world actively spoke against Donald Trump. Every person you've ever known, loved, and trusted from the big screen, the people that you feel comfortable with, were anti-Trump. And if they weren't anti-Trump, Tim Allen, they got canceled. And now you're seeing these people usher you into, into this vaccine thing. We used to see it too with DiCaprio. Do you remember global warming? Leonardo, you guys remember global warming? <laughs> Here's... Here's the rock solid proof as to why global warming is a pile of shit. My grandmother was warned about global warming back in the 50s, the 40s and 50s. So many times they were told within 10 years, this would be this, this would be this. They've been keeping us in a fear paradigm our entire lives. And it's only starting to come through now because we're able to document and remember our history. and see it and, and correlate it to certain things and tie it in. It to, to me, it's all coming together. So is this episode, this episode's real personal, I guess this episode is just me seeing stuff and, and, and venting it out and, and having the desire to speak it into existence that I see this stuff is my tinfoil hat on. Ooh, it's firmly planted down. This narrative has been pushed on us since the dawn of time. What's going on here? Something just changed? I thought I heard something. Oh, boy. So, I don't know. I I, I mean, I could go on from there, but I think I, I talked myself in a circle because I kind of forgot where, where I was going or if I tied or started or finished or how my sentences worked out. But this is all stuff. This is all free thought for you guys to, like, take in however you want to take it in. I would love to get somebody's opinion on this show that, that hates me. <laughs> like if you, if you can hate me or, and you still listen to this show on a regular basis, call in, call in. Um, I screwed up the, the messaging beforehand. We had a few messages that I deleted. <laughs> Just getting used to the new system. I apologize. If you, if, if you want to call back in and, 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 and relieve your message, um, amazing. Do it. I saved one message and I really liked it. Actually, I'm, I'm going to jump into that too, but I'm going to tie this all back into to, to the other thing. Uh, so before I get to that, if you want to call in the show, ladies and gentlemen, this is a new segment that we're doing and I'm getting better at it. I'm not the best yet. Getting better at it and having a lot of fun with it being taught by the greats. But this is, you guys can call in, leave your leave your voicemail. You will be on the show. Just just tell us your name and where you're from and what you want to talk about. Uh, the phone number is 647-338-1265. Feel free to call us and leave your voicemail. 
If it's not insane or, well, if we like it, we'll put it up there. If it's just ridiculous, it's, obviously it's not going to make it directly on air. These are screened. <laughs> so don't be a, if you're going to be a dick, be funny about it. Anyhow. <laughs> now, again, back to the division, the masks, the lockdown, the rules. I'm going to get back to the phone in a second. I'm again, I'm telling you, I'm all over the place. I'm wired for sound today. Ladies and gentlemen, having a good time. <sighs> the masks. Okay. Let's talk about, fuck. <laughs> division. We are watching racial division. And we are watching people cancel everything, but nobody's canceling race. What I am seeing a lot of, and I'm really happy about, is you're seeing people become aware of the fact that Asian Americans, African Americans, Mexican Americans, or Latino Americans, whatever it is, all of these people exist. I don't mean people, I mean monikers. All of these names and labels that somebody, somewhere, put on these people. And it wasn't you and it wasn't me. Somebody somewhere put all these, these labels on us. These prefixes. Right? Except the white people. Now, as a white person, I stand here before you and say, why not? Why am I not, I don't know, Scandinavian American? What, what, what the fuck's a white person? I don't know. Why do I have to be a prefix? Why do you have to be African-American if you've never once in your life set foot in Africa? Why are you African-American? Because somebody somewhere that owns a television channel said, let's create a division. Let's create a divide. And if we don't label the white people, then it would appear that they are the first Americans. No offense to the Native Americans. Because technically they were the first Americans. And look at how much... The Americans, no offense to the Americans listening to this right now. Hey, boys, you guys are all good people. I love you people. I mean North Americans. I mean this entire continent. We come, we slaughter, and then we eat turkey. <laughs> we believe this to be our history. Columbus Day, for example, was celebrated worldwide. It was the slaughter of people that were here just chilling out. We rolled in with boats and killed everyone. Yeah, celebrate that shit. Somebody somewhere recently said, we, oh, we can't do that. Well, we can't celebrate that shit. <laughs> like it's, it, it makes sense. So much is being rewritten right in front of our eyes that 10 years from now, it's going to be a totally different history. Which implies to me that 10 years before we got here, somebody did the same thing and rewrote that whole shit as well. So every single thing that we think we're holding on to is probably some bullshit fucking lie. Right? But it's ingrained in us. Remember too, school didn't teach you how to, how to use your brain. School taught you how to memorize their story. And if you didn't memorize their story, you got it wrong. And then people can say, well, math, you can't memorize their story versus math. Well, sure, shit, you can. Every single person does math in their head differently because they were all taught differently. Even nowadays, there's like something called common core math or some bullshit where parents can't really even help their kids with math because it's dumb as shit. It's also a division tactic. So division tactics being race, 
you know, every single race. And then you hear people talking about reverse racism where, uh, it's like people that hate white people. That's reverse racism. If you ever hear somebody say reverse racism, you know, you're dealing with someone who really can't think for themselves because it's absurd to assume that only one race can dislike other races. I know a lot of black guys that don't like Chinese guys, not has anything to do with their race, but it has everything to do with what side they picked in the street war. That's racist, right? Here's another weird one. Speaking of racism, they've removed uncle Ben and Jemima and all of these. And, and the, uh, the, the native Americans have all been pulled off advertising packages. Yeah. Colonel Sanders and little Debbie and all the other people are, are still out there. So under the guise of proactive racism or whatever, however you want to call it or moniker it, white people have removed all the other races off of advertising in all the stores you go to and leave and left all the white people. Well, that sounds peculiar. So we're having another round of division set up. Now, under the guise of being woke, it, this is woke division. Right, this is like, oh, I'm so woke. You know, we gotta, we gotta appropriate. We got this, we got that. But it's still, people getting wiped out. It's absurd. And if you speak on it, I mean, I might get canceled for this, having an opinion on this. I'm pro everyone. I'm pro unity, and that's a problem to a lot of people. On top of race, we have the masks. We have people arguing over, should I or shouldn't I wear a mask? Everyone's got their opinion. I'm not going to wear a mask. It's dumb. It's going to prevent my breathing. It's, there's all this information that says it's dumb. And there's all this information that says it's great. So you're going to have a bunch of people pick a side and fight each other. Irrelevant of the side that they've picked. They just don't, they just want to fight. How dare you not wear a mask? How dare you try to kill my grandmother? Simmer down, Karen. The vaccine brings me right back to full circle on this one. The vaccine, man, maybe it's not even about whatever the fuck's in it. I don't know what's in it. I'm not going to take it. That's absurd. Why is everybody that wants to take it? Their first call is polio. Wow, it cured polio. Yeah. Have any of you looked into the Tuskegee experiments? Because my first call is the Tuskegee experiments when it comes to the vaccine garbage but there's the division so whether you take it or don't take it you're going to fight with your neighbor on top of that the government's like don't talk to your neighbor stay away from your neighbor don't share barbecues with your neighbor don't congregate don't convene don't speak amongst yourselves do as you're told by us or you're doing it wrong or you're or you're or you're criminal Anyone that's done any research on emotional abuse, and I've talked about this a lot, relationship emotional abuse, literally, this is what's happening right now. The government has said, stay inside your house, which is telling you who, who you, you know, what to do, what hours you can do, what you're doing. It's told you who you can and can't speak with, members of family, et cetera, et cetera, et cetera. It's making you cover up. It's making you wear face masks. It's, it's taking away your rights, freedoms. It's giving you curfews. It's threatening you if you do not comply. It's threatening you with punishment. Every last one of the things that your 
fearless government is doing to you, unless you're in Florida or Texas, is a direct assault. It's emotional and relationship abuse. They are the abuser in the relationship. Any person you've ever met that's ever been in an abusive relationship is literally going through what the government is doing to all of its people right now. Relationship abuse, emotional abuse, spiritual abuse, we are being abused. And there are people that love it. Stockholm Syndrome, there are people that just can't get enough of it. Give me the vaccine, give me 12 vaccines. I want to vaccine everybody. If we all vaccine, we all get to go back to normal. You're mad. But there's another point of argument, right? If you think about this, any single time you get into an argument with anybody that has something to say about the vaccine, they bring up the dumbest things and those people are falling off. So thankfully, anyone that's supporting the vaccines are are falling off just simply because of the overt insanity that's saying, take the vaccines. You know, if these guys rolled up and they were like super fucking chill about it, and they were, you know, they were like, maybe you should take this vaccine because this, this, and this, and these are the things that are going to happen. Sure. I bet you would have had a lot of people that would have been quite happy to take that vaccine because it just made sense. We're already taking a bunch of crap anyway. Why not just add this quietly to the pile of crap that we're taking? So there's peculiarities involved in all of that. I mean, yeah. Why not just make the vaccine more friendly? Why did they have to be so aggressive? You'll hear people say things like, well, this is the only way we could do it. We're in unprecedented times. There's too much to be said out there. There's too much that coincides with this when you when you start seeing certain things. There's too many moving parts. For this to be coincidental. But that's not what we're here for. I'm not here to instill a riot, start a riot. Uh, who sang that song? Come on, you guys know. Three Days Grace, uh, I think. Is that right? No. That can't be right. Now it's bothering me. Now I have to find out who sang that song. Oh! Ha! Huh. I was right. It was three days grace. I was actually going to turn that off a lot sooner than that, but I was enjoying that. So I think <laughs> that one might actually make it in the intro. I don't know if you guys have noticed that I've been changing the intro every now and again, adding new sound clips to things that are happening right now. I'm having fun with it. So far, no copyright infringements. I don't know. I'm losing episodes, though, left, right, and center. Um, you know, you'll notice that this is episode 138 or 139. But, I mean, the actual episodes that are aired are, I think, 128 or 129. Like, they're they're selectively picking off episodes. First, they would let me know they were doing it. Now I'm not even getting emails. They're just going away. So, uh, to anyone that has any questions, I'm sorry. 
We are losing episodes. Um, and if we do go down, it'll be a matter of time before we're back up and running. Um, I don't know how or where or what, but it's not permanent. I'm not gone until I'm gone. That's for damn sure. Um, I don't know. I don't know what else to say on that one because that's a that's a topic, man. That's a topic for sure. So, okay, so back to <laughs> all over the place. Guys, thanks a lot for actually sticking with me on this episode because I'm just sort of fucking freeballing it. My, my brain is just all over the place. I've got a million things I want to say. I didn't really come with a prepared plan of action. I just turned the mic on and started speaking because I'm a, not that I'm frustrated, just that maybe I'm frustrated. <laughs> I don't know what's going on. It is entertaining to say the least, because when you, t- when you, when you, when you remove the severity or the seriousness of, of any of this shit, when you realize that regardless of anything that anyone ever does in this whole thing, we are having an experience, what you're going to do with that experience. That's entirely up to you. How you want to feel in this experience is entirely up to you. The stories you tell yourself about who you are in this experience are entirely up to you. Every single thing that takes place in this experience takes place. And then your brain says, we're going to do this and we're going to do that. And we're going to do this about it. I saw, I came across an image that I fucking loved the other day. It said, heal yourself before you view the situation through the tainted vision of your wound, whatever the fuck it was, whatever caused you to be however you are. If you don't heal yourself, you're only ever going to see things from the perspective of that infliction point. And it's so true. It's so true. I said earlier in the show, I am hated by those that I don't agree with or that, that I go against or that I stand against or that I didn't play a part in their game or that things were viewed differently. I'm the bad guy, but I'm okay with being the bad guy because every single thing that you do that isn't exactly what you thought you should do or, or anything that happens to you that isn't exactly what you wanted to have happen to you is your biggest teacher. So all the bullshit that I did as a kid when I fucking hated myself became my standing point right now, today, to be better as a human being, to love and appreciate myself and those around me. Those that aren't healed will point the finger at everyone and they will fight and they will fight for whatever they believe to be true. Now, if we all believe the same thing to be true, which is diversity exists. We are all allowed to have individual and unique opinions about everything. We don't need to fight each other. Then we start to raise our collective frequencies. Now I'm done with division. I'm done with all that sort of stuff because to be honest with you, like I'm happy that I had the opportunity to share this. I'm happy that you guys are here. I fucking love each and every one of you listening to the show right now. You guys are super appreciated. A hundred percent. The numbers are growing daily. It's incredible. I want you to call in and ask your questions and state your pieces. Man, we're going to start doing huge segments on this, assuming I don't delete them again. (laughs) My bad. But I did manage to save one, one email. So, Alan, if you're listening to this, it's not an email, sir. It's a voicemail. Alan, if you're listening to the show, Alan from Phoenix left us a very good question about one of the recent episodes we did with Brian Stavely about the butterfly effect. So let's jump into it right now.
That's an incredible question, incredible statement, a great message. I, I'm upset that I got rid of the other ones, but this one was a good one too. What? We don't know enough about really anything to understand this, but I'm telling you, the Mandela effect is changing things. Do you guys remember Scary Movie 2 where what's his name? He's the butler and he's got that, that crippled hand or whatever it is, the weird hand. And he... he <laughs> Tobias, whatever his character, falls out the window. And the guy reaches out the window. And you can picture the butler with the scraggly hair and that weird hand reaching out the window. Now, in your mind, what does he say as he's reaching out the window? You got this? Well, he doesn't say that. He says, grab my hand. Take my hand. Now, I remember it as... Take my strong hand, child. <laughs> but that ain't the case anymore. You can go and you can look up that clip anywhere you want. That is not what he says. So for me, I don't know what that means. Is it going to change my life that, <laughs> that they changed the line in a movie? No, man. But it's amazing. It's fascinating because there's so many of these things all over the place. right? And what if it's the butterfly effect? You know, we don't, we just simply don't know enough about time. Like how, how is it that, <laughs> how is it that anything happens? You know, when you really start getting into the thing, when you really start diving into everything, we sit here with, this is true. We sit here with our ignorance. We're like, I know how things work because of physics and Bill Nye, the science guy. And Stephen Hawking. Push me. And then just touch me. Sorry. I don't understand anything. And that is such a liberating statement for me to sit back and say, I don't, I don't get it. Right. And there's a ton of people out there that would be listening to this. I could just picture a few of them right now. Of course you don't get shit. Screw you. <laughs> you wouldn't get it. You'd have to have a brain to get it. What compels somebody to talk like that? Right. <laughs> Arrogance, ego, overconfident, false attitude, insecurity, fear. That's what compels people to talk like that. So, Alan, thank you very much for your voicemail. Um, I can't answer that question, man. Uh, what I can say is it's 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 just a fascinating topic. And I want more people to be aware of it. I want more people to talk about it. I want more people to, to understand. But I love the idea that it is the butterfly effect. And it makes sense. Because, I mean, the, the, the question then would be, if I were to add to your statement... For me to remember a certain thing, it would have to have personally touched my life, I would assume. Because why would I remember a butterfly effect, butterfly effect that, never, that, that never reached me? And what I mean by that is, if it didn't have a, an effect on my life in some way, so the fact that my life has changed in some way, or that I've entered into a new reality, or I've shifted, or the butterfly effect shifted me, um, and globally, so the, think about this, the six degrees of separation with regards to Kevin Bacon or six degrees of Kevin Bacon, whatever it was, we are all tied into somebody within six degrees, right? So there are people that remember, just like you were saying, there are people that remember certain Mandela's and there are people that remember different ones. And there are people that remember it a certain way and there are people that remember it a different way. And then there are people that take immediate downloads. So I think that for me to have something like that, it would have to have had an effect on me, which seems grandiose right now, but... There is a way to do the math and to tie it all in for us to actually shrink down the components of where we truly are. Um, it's fascinating. It's it's such a fascinating topic. Um, 
I think that the grandiose scale of where they've pictured us and, and stated that we are, it just isn't, it isn't that way. Um, right down to like speed limiters on cars, you know, it, it, you, you think something's far away because you're only allowed to go a hundred miles an hour, right? But there's rumors that there's tunnels underground that can get you from New York to, to New York to Los Angeles in half an hour. But then we hear things like the fastest train in the world, blah, blah, blah. Right. But I'm sure that there is a way that if people need to get around this realm in which we are, they can do it real quick. And if things could get, if you could get to anywhere from anywhere real fast, this place would seem a lot smaller. So the time and the speed and all that sort of stuff is an educated equivalency. The speed limit being 100 kilometers, 60 miles an hour virtually everywhere is orchestrated by someone, something, right? Everything is orchestrated by someone or something. Now, here's the biggest rub on all of this. If everything is orchestrated by someone or something and every single thing in your reality ties into one thing, there's only one possibility for who's in control. And that's you. That may have blown some of your minds. That may not resonate at all with some people, but it's the truth. This podcast started with the idea that I want to cure people of anxiety and depression. And it's easy. I've lived through hell myself and then talked myself out of it and figured out the roadmap. We can talk about addiction. If you're addicted to anything, we can get we can get you off cigarettes. You know, you just have to have a certain sort of mindset towards certain things and you have to be open to and see and be willing to put in the work. And understand that if you're not willing to put in the work on this, you're blindly doing the work on something else, which is a really weird tie-in as well. But, I mean, I've hammered it out so much that I wanted to get out there today. Um, you wouldn't know it, but I got up and down from this chair so many times, and this podcast was stretched out over about three hours, but I'm a pretty good editor too. <laughs> toot, toot. That was my own horn, ladies and gentlemen. It's such a fascinating spot to be in, knowing that we live directly in the story that we tell ourselves. So if you are anxious... You've told yourself to be, and that blows people away. They're like, no, this is a result of my environment. Nah, man, your environment is your environment. Your anxiety, your depression, your addictions, what you do is a result of how you've taken in that information. A small tweak, a small addition to that information, anything changes who you are. So I will say one last time on this show, give us a call, guys. Leave us a voicemail, 647-338-1265. Um, next week or the week after I will have the American number set up as well. Uh, so that is that there will be long distance charges that apply to that. Um, shouldn't be too much of your calling from the States and leaving it less than a minute. Uh, but you can leave as long as you want. Uh, we want to hear from you. We want to know what you got to say. Uh, I, I really want to, I want, I want to address some questions that you guys may or may not have any questions that you guys have about anything, mental health, physical, anything like that. Anything you want to ask me, fire it up. Anything that you want to ask any of the guests, fire that out too. Um, because we'll tie it all back in. So um, for the most part, if you're respectful, you'll get on the air. If you're not respectful and you're funny, you'll get on the air. Uh, either way, uh, you guys are incredible. I, I love every last minute of what we're doing here. Uh, so thank you all very much for all of that. And in the infamous words of Red Green, keep your stick on the ice. 
Thank you for listening to today's Mental Mastery Alliance podcast. Let the team know you're listening by using the hashtag MMA and Mental Mastery Alliance. Want more motivation? Be sure to follow online on Instagram at Mental Mastery Alliance and on Facebook at Mental Mastery Alliance. And remember, your perception creates your reality. Make it a great day. You got it, Pontiac.